Hello, everybody. Welcome to World War One Podcast. I am one of your hosts, the Chocolate Wonder with Thunder, Mr. Eddie V. Joining me is Professor Panty Drop, Sir Tony Zilakakis. What up? And the Red Velvet Big Nordic Beast himself, Sir Larry Giver. Big Did Papa. Professor Panty Drop be one of the sidekick characters to Fetish Night? <laughs> oh, for sure, man. <laughs> Adrian has all the rights to my design. <laughs> and that's always... So I, I'm totally digging that new intro music. Guys, what did you think of it? It was good. I love it. It's great because you haven't fucking heard it yet. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. I love it. They don't hear any of this shit until after I edit it. Watch it be like some uh, bizarro polka music. Be like, what house music is this mess? <laughs> No, no, when you listen to it, you're like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with this. This is good. <laughs> and that's, as always, everybody, we're the train wreck of professionalism. Because we're the, we're Amtracking our adulting or adulthood or whatever it is. <laughs> but Nintendo <laughs> announced the, uh, finally revealed the Nintendo NX, now titled the Nintendo Switch. And that's the, um, what we're going to be talking about today. So, um, Tony, I want to know what is what are your thoughts for about the system, about this reveal? How did you feel when you was watching the trailer? Um, I enjoyed it. I guess I I my one thing is like, and I get why they they're targeting. They want everyone to feel like they can buy this thing, right? So the trailer, like half more than half of it, was probably just showing where the guy could take the thing to play or. You know, the girl sees her friend from another rooftop and decides to grab her Switch and go to that rooftop to play together. Like, they're tar- trying to get everyone to see, number one, that you can be played anywhere and that anyone can be playing it, right? But I felt, for the first reveal trailer, it was a little bit too much of that and maybe not enough gameplay or, or seeing what games are going to be on it. But... Whatever. It was a teaser trailer. That's what I'm thinking of it as. And I have officially been teased. And I want it. Well, I think Nintendo was just trying to be simple to let them show um, what the system could do. Uh, like when you play that home and how you take it on the go. So they kind of, yeah, they was kind of switching it up. <coughs> yeah, for sure. What about you, Larry? What did you think of the Nintendo Switch? Uh, how did you feel during the trailer? I think in three and a half minutes they did a whole lot fucking better explaining this thing than they did with an hour trying to explain what the Wii U was a couple years ago. Because holy shit, that was a mess. And honestly, three and a half minutes, not a word fucking said, and you know exactly what it is, you know exactly how it works and what it does and what you can do with it. Ta-da! Congratulations! We've told you that it's a, you know, it's designed for home and on the go, and here are some things that you can do with the controllers. You know, here are your controller options. Here's a, here's a standard. Here are, you know, the, what it looks like on the go. Here's how you can play with more than one person, you know, even on the go. You have two controllers with you at all times. It's perfect. That, that was fucking spectacular. You know, there, there's no better way to explain your, your device than what they just did right there. You know, I, I, at this point, have no question as to what I'm getting into or what to get out of it. Are there more things I would like to know? Yes. But at this point, am I satisfied with now knowing what it is? Yes. I think they did a great job explaining to me what it is I'm going to be buying in March. Ta-da! Huh. They did Very well exactly put. what they done. I was giddy and smiling and just laughing and enjoying myself. This whole reveal was better than uh, whatever Sony showed at their press conference. Um, th- this just that, yeah. this literally stole the cake. Like Nintendo knocked it out the park. I love the design of the system. Uh, and I, uh, on Team uh, Team Nerd, we we were talking about it this morning, and I was telling uh, Kyle. Um, that I kind of give Nintendo uh, uh, system design of the year for 2017 already because it looks sleek. I love the I love the fact on how simple it is. Like you just put the controllers, pick it up on the go. It has a stand, so if you're on a trip 
whether you like uh, uh, doing a train ride, uh, going on an airplane, you could play a full console game in HD uh, on the go. Or you could play with your friends. Like, it, it, it's so cool. And they didn't reveal much, but the functionality of it, it it's just so perfect. And I was just so happy that something so simple like this spoke to so many people. Like, it even knocked out any talk about Red Dead Redemption 2 because it had a trailer today. Like, no one was, was, is really talking about Red Dead. They're just like, oh, it just shows some environments in this open world and it looks pretty. That's it. People are still now talking about the Nintendo Switch. And you know that's impactful when Nintendo can do that. Yeah. I think uh, it, no, it should have done is it showed you the functionality. Ta-da! I think if they had done anything more, they would have just gotten in their own way. Go ahead, Tony. What would you say? Uh, I for, oh, it it really seems like uh, Nintendo is kind of like uh, coming back into the foray and all that. Now people are going to really uh, think of them as competitors against uh, Microsoft and Sony now. I, which I, is awesome. I wonder because uh, with the Switch, they did switch to game cards. Um, like the 3DS. So, if you're getting full games on the game cards, uh, hopefully it doesn't take no installation, like long installation or anything like that. Um, if if it functions and plays almost like the PS4 and Xbox One, do you guys think that the uh that the Switch was going to be the definitive version of that game? I think first off, as far as game cards goes. Um, it's it's a smart thing to do in this instance. A, it's going to do wonders for the battery life. B, it's going to be so much better when it comes to load times. And C, I don't see it as being a problem because Lord knows you can you can get the storage space on those cards pretty high up there to fit a lot of content. And uh, I, I think to me it raises the bigger question of what is the real hardware capacity here. Because, honestly, I don't know that it's going to do anything more other than bring Nintendo up to snuff, or at least maybe a little under, where uh, the Xbox One and the PS4 is. You know, I, I, I'm i almost suspicious of the fact that I think what we're looking at here is a 100% portable Wii U in terms of power. Um, maybe a little bit more, but I don't know that we're going to see much more horsepower out of it than that given, you know, the size of the unit that they've got to fit everything into. It's going to run Unreal Engine 4, so it has some power for it. Um, the graphics chip is by NVIDIA, so um, it, that's high up there. So it's running all it's running almost the same as the PS4 Xbox One. So it is powerful. So I'm, I'm curious to see what games come about of it. Um... You know, I was reading an article, well, I hesitate to call it an article, more like a compilation of comments on IGN earlier about, you know, third parties talking about the the NX, now the Switch, um, and most of them were all pretty generic. We're super excited about the Nintendo Switch, but we don't have any games to talk about right now. And a couple of those comments, you know, from their PR folk were literally like word for word verbatim copy paste. Yeah. I've like, seen that. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this. But, you know, it, it makes me a little leery. Uh, you know, especially too, you know, when Ubisoft finally is just starting to talk about Beyond Good and Evil 2, the only thing that they talk about with the Switch is, hey, we've got Just Dance coming. Take that shit and get the fuck out already. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Go the fuck home with that crap. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I was reading that same thing too, and uh, and I can understand why they don't have anything um, to announce uh, because them probably crunching getting holiday games ready. Um, it's probably going to be first a lot of ports, um, so we shall see what happens in 2017. Because um, we still don't even know what the launch lineup is. is. Uh, hopefully there is a Nintendo Direct 
uh, next yes, month. Yes, we do. You know, the launch lineup is Breath of the Wild. That's it. One game. No, I think they'll probably have about 10 games or 10 or 11 games. And who knows about indie and stuff, you know. Uh, who knows what's going I think, to that? Oh, go ahead, I Tony. think it would be uh, actually really good if they not only launch with a, a strong, um, like, uh, shoot, what do you call that? Um, the game, the launch lineup. If If that's strong that's great but i think it would be also really good if they launched with like a strong virtual console library as well yeah i could see that or even just indie you know Uh, oh yeah and the indie titles is yeah like honestly a lot of downloads available that would be great well yeah uh switch is using uh unity so they they may be able to transfer uh some of their Wii U games or some of the games that they have in development of its own Unity, they probably gonna get them ready for our release uh, on the on the, um on the Switch. That would be fantastic. Yeah, it would be nice to see um, a good you know virtual console library just available out the gate. Instead of the forever trickle out, you know, that happened with the Wii and the 3DS and the Wii U, which was fucking bullshit. It's like, look, you know, let you don't even have to put all of it out right now. But for God's sakes, you know, put a bunch of the mainstays out and some of the other weird shit. And, you know, give me like 20 old games that I want to download available right now. Yeah, it would be great. Like it if it includes like. Shovel Knight being available, and I like. Does the Spectre Knight uh, DLC have any kind of launch window? You guys know. Spring, uh, I think it was. Yeah. Like, what if like the Spectre Knight DLC came out the same day as the? Uh, oh my god! I almost called it the NX, the uh, the Switch, and it's uh, if they that came out the same day and Shovel Knight was out uh, available for download, dude, that would be awesome. And uh, just to let everybody know, this system is not backwards compatible. So everything for Wii and Wii U, uh, GameCube, all your old stuff that sh- that used to do the backward compatible stuff is no more. That's all gone. Unless they have a digital service um, where if you bought the games digitally, you could re-download them to the system. Um, we don't know that just yet, but like for physical copies of like your past CD games, it would not work. So everything, like I said, for the system is all card based, um, which which I find find it cool. Um, we I don't we don't know about any uh, like SD cards or hard drive space. Uh, we don't know anything about that. They just showed the trailer uh, about that. Um, what do you guys think about the? Uh, companies that um are supporting it um for me definitely my my question was why konami i thought konami Uh, wasn't making like any games for consoles anymore metal gear solid pachinko man that and uh castlevania pachinko yeah castlevania two skulls fall down the machine (laughs) <laughs> did you oh, think? Um, did you think Nintendo would have Konami bring back some of their old titles for the system? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Konami would love to make some money off, some more money off of their older titles like Castlevanias, and yeah, <clears throat> if they put those like, um, what were what was the console that those uh, old Metal Gear games were on besides the NES? Uh, PlayStation uh, One. No, uh, from before that, uh, well, you know the top, like Tiger Electronics shit. The top down, top down Metal Gears that they were on the uh, collection. I think that was on like PS3. You mean like uh, the original Nintendo Metal Gear? Yeah, the but there was like the real version. I forgot what whatever it was on. Um, oh, if they put like Famicom? those on, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. It was on like a some computer console thing. I can't remember now. Um. Yeah, but if those like came out, that would be pretty sweet because I always wanted to play those. Um, yeah, I think that Konami would love to make some extra money off of those things without having to really do any work. Okay, follow me with this one. They bring Silent Hill back for it, but uh, it's the Silent Hill that you take on the go. So you um, like 
you gotta kind of solve real world puzzles and stuff. Like you kind of have AR or something with it within oh. the system. Um, did Did you see a camera at all on that thing? Yes, there is a camera on the uh, the switch. Yeah, I think the camera is. Uh, it, well, I don't know if it's if it was a home button, but it looked like a camera on it at the bottom of the right controller. Mm. It, it might That's be the, interesting. Yeah, it might be the home one. If they don't have a camera, I, I would be surprised. Um, yeah, how are we going to do those uh, console video calls? I'll be perfectly okay if there is no camera on this thing. Yeah, really, I would be too. <laughs> Jesus, shit, we don't need. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a waste. Of, that'd be probably a waste of space on that thing. That's another thing too. Is looking at the size of it. That is a slick, slim piece of hardware. Although, did they say whether they were going to have uh, Twitch uh, connectivity on there? Because then the camera would be needed, right? Um, not really. If you if they do the Twitch thing, if you do a camera, it, it probably would. They could do it. Um. But you or do you think they have it where you... You'll probably have to, like, use a camera for the USB port. Yeah, like I was about to ask that. Just do a separate camera for it. Okay, yeah, I you guess that you could... You could have the Switch Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been sitting on that for the last hour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but By uh, the way, I just wanted to clear right now, I am so, so ready to cash in on that Splatoon sequel idea. That it's just going to be called Splatoon. Oh, yeah. With the, <laughs> the two instead of the uh oh. Yeah, I like that. Yep. S-T-L-A, the number two and the letter N. Splatoon, I win Splatoon. the internet. Yeah, that's perfect. Splatoon 2, Sherwin-Williams strikes back. Sherwin. Uh, <laughs> um, back to the, um, <laughs> the third-party support question. Um, uh. Indy Indy Creates was on there, right? Yes. The, uh, do you uh, what was that? Um, what was that game where he plays the chick and she has like the robot animals that go with her? Um, the one that you just played, Recore. Recore. Yeah, Recore. Was that exclusive to Xbox One, or is it possible that it could appear? No, on, it's uh, Xbox Switch. One exclusive. Microsoft paid God. for it. Damn it! I really wanted to play that. Yeah. By the way, bring that with you tomorrow. I will. <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I was kind of having discussion for our optional opinion, uh, about East and West. Oh, well, before I get into that, Larry, what is, what are your thoughts for third party support for the system? My thoughts on third party support is, honestly, at this point, uh, if it happens, great, but I'm by no means fucking expecting it anymore. Anytime I buy a Nintendo machine, it is to play Nintendo games. It is just that. It is a Nintendo game playing Nintendo machine. And anything else that comes of it is a great little bonus. Um, but really, I, I'm thinking about it for a second here, and I'm, I, I'm backtracking. My thought is this. I don't think we're going to see much of anything indie for at least the first six to nine months. Because they probably haven't given anybody indie access to this thing to start developing. Beyond that, though, I do think they would be really, really smart to uh, you know have a good host of digital games, um, like I said, virtual console stuff, ready to go, because nobody's launch lineup is ever that great to carry them through the, the initial drought after the launch to the point where worthwhile stuff starts coming out again. And so you need to have... Like I said, a, a good heavy roster of stuff right up front because you're going to finish the first couple of launch games that are actually worth a crap. And then for like four to six months, there's not going to be a damn thing worth anything coming out for this. And at which point, then, you know, every week or two, they need to start releasing some other digital stuff. Um, and I, I can only fathom there's got to be some stuff on the Wii U, digital and indie ish, that can easily be ported. That you know the the control methods are perfectly fitted. Um, immediately comes to mind because I've been playing it is Axiom Verge. That'd be an easy one to drop on there. Shovel Knight would be an easy one to drop on there. I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch more that just escape. Uh, Odd World, um, New and Tasty would be another good one that you could drop on there. You know, and oh, yeah. those all those big get games ported. 
And uh, that way you've got something that, you know, maybe a lot of people that are picking this up didn't play on the Wii U because they either didn't have one or, B, they just put it down and never went back to it as this stuff came out. And you'd have a great, you know, trail of smaller stepping stones to keep people playing your system until the uh, the first wave drought is over. Um. I think because it's it, um, it's still using Unity, I think some of the people who are who got their games uh, on Unity, if Nintendo shows them how to port it over and it's an easy thing, I think it would be good. Like one, yeah, like you said, once the uh, launch titles and stuff slow down, um, definitely in the summer, bam, let indies have have added on the Wii U and I mean not Wii U on the Switch and like pretty much make all the money that they can about the uh summer because it's a drop for all three systems so why not why not play some good indie games and make some money during <coughs> the summer on the switch plus it'd be good to take those on the go yeah for sure There's a lot of potential there if they handle it right but honestly as much as it pains me to say it i don't trust them to handle it right the indies or Nintendo? Nintendo. Well, yeah, I could see this as being a nice screw up at the beginning. Uh, it could easily have a super slow start, just like 3DS had. Well, as long as they have enough systems uh, out in this price reasonably, <laughs> um, and they send out enough of the side controllers for it, um, it would be good to go. But before we get on, before I ask. Uh, reiterate the question about uh, the third party about uh, West um, Western developers, Eastern developers. Um, the Switch, uh, Nintendo Switch is uh, uh, like I said, a hybrid uh, a hybrid system um, that you could take out. The screen looks very beautiful. Um, it has an NVIDIA chip um, so they're not doing a, uh, ATD or AMD. They're not uh, using them. Um, it's not backwards compatible. Uh, the way that it looks, that you could do local play. Um, it probably will. That have, it will probably have got, some online feature, but local play um, seems to be a big thing. That got my attention right away. That, that makes me very happy. Is ingenious that they included that. Now, like, you, I, to play Smash with HD graphics, like, I don't have to be sitting and watching, like, uh, like you don't have to be next to each other on a couch watching it off a TV. We could be, like, out in public and be playing Smash on a freaking, uh, you know, cafe table or something. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, oh, go ahead, Larry. Oh, there, there's a big thing that I think they really hinted at with... Uh, the reveal video, um, given the portability of this and the the way Splatoon works and how you know all your your loadouts and everything save only to your console and you can't really move that with you without dragging your console around. I seriously think we're suddenly going to see a huge explosion of uh, you know organized tournament play of Splatoon now. Oh yeah, for sure. You're actually going to want to make, like, a team with your friends and actually go out and compete as a team. Exactly, because you can bring your system with your save file and your loadout, and all your buddies can bring it in, and, you know, you can all be sitting there next to each other, working and talking, and, you know, it's it's going to be a much, much better way to do that, and I, I really think that this is going to allow for a good, organized, you know, way to do this. Not to mention, you know, any any esports league picks this up. How easy is it for them to simply have, you know, dock stations set up that they can plunk their uh, switch into, and you know, everyone can see what's happening on a big screen, and they've all got their own controllers, and you know, and when a when a round or a you know finishes, the team that's out can just pick their shit up and go, and the next team drops right in. It's it's way easy for things like that. Do you guys think that they will sell the docks separately? No, I think that's going to be included. That's going to be included with the system. No, 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 I, no. I, I, I honestly think the they will. They should sell the docks separately. That way, uh, you know, uh, if I'm going to go, one in every TV in your house. No, the, yeah, you the could dock, have it. 
they can't do that because the dock is needed for not only to charge the system, but to actually run their games on the TV. So um, I think they're going to have the, no, the tablet. The, you cannot, you'll, you'll get a dock in the box, but that you can buy additionals. Yeah, like the the dock is just connecting the actual machine, which is the tablet, basically, that you carry around with you. I, You're going to carry around the machine with you. I, the I don't dock think, is just the connector and charger. Yeah, I, I don't think Nintendo would do that. that I don't think they'll sell. Because uh, I, I think ever, since everything is going to be in the box, if you want another dock, you got to buy the whole system all over again. I don't see them doing that. I, I think that, you know, they're going to go. It seems like a great accessory. Yeah, absolutely. Not to mention, I, I almost wonder, too, how much other stuff um, that dock has, uh, you know, available to it, like some additional USB ports, things like that, so that, you know, maybe when it comes to some, uh, potentially something backwards compatible, that maybe they'll sell, like, an extra just a disk drive that oh, you can plug man. in yeah, a USB port or something and go, here, here's a way to get to all the rest of your library for this. Now you're getting me crazy excited, and that's not even confirmed. <laughs> well, well, uh, well, I know they was just like with the USB um, port. Someone hinted at uh, if you bought the GameCube controller for the Wii U, um, you could plug it into. Uh, it, it may be a possibility that you could plug it into the Switch and play games also. Like so, if you're doing Smash, uh, if it comes. Uh, if of like a uh, port version comes to it, um, and it allows that functionality, you could do that. Um, but that even asks the question of how with 3D with 3DS and Wii U uh, gamepad alone, would they also work with the Switch? Mm. I don't. I don't think it, that they will. It doesn't seem like it would even be necessary. Um. At most, probably the Pro Controller that. For the Wii U. Okay. Speaking uh, you, you you touched on something here that brings a great big important question. What does this mean for the 3DS? Yeah. We just poured so much into, you know, we're bringing this and this and this and this and this to the 3DS with that direct, you know, a month or two ago. That huge list of, you know, Wii U stuff that's coming out. And now they've got this happening in like six months. What what does this mean for the 3ds at this point? Do they kill it, nope. or do they drop the cost and let it keep going for a little while longer, and then just stop supporting it and let it dwindle out all on its own? Or are they actually going to keep going with the 3ds to the point where it wears out, and then they finally just go, "Here's a new dedicated handheld," and then have a real hard time pushing that because now, uh, in theory, with you know, if all goes according to plan, which God knows it never does. <laughs> Um, you know, everyone has a Nintendo Switch and now has something to take with them on the go. They're going to uh, continue to support the 3DS, um, and I feel like they're going to make. We a heard new... that with the Game Boy too, by the way. Well, yeah, I, I, uh, I think they probably did have plans to make a new Game Boy, but I think the success of the DS um, changed their whole strategy and marketing. Um, so, but I, I think with even. I, because they want the Switch to be the home console. I feel like the portable is just something extra uh, functionality added to the system. Um, it just thought, you know, it, it, it makes a good investment if you're able to take it out. With the 3DS in uh, the future of the 3DS, there's only certain franchises that do well on uh, those platforms. Uh, I mean, on that platform. Um, because Fire Emblem wasn't a big seller on uh, on Nintendo's console until Fire Emblem Awakening. And it's always been like, you know, they had a chance to bring the Fire Emblem back to Wii U and probably could have made some money. But um, people love that kind of style of game on the go. Uh, Atlas is known for working with Nintendo to for a lot of their games to be on their handheld market. They make so much money on that. Um, Tokyo Mirage Session is the only uh, game that's on uh, Wii U's console. Like, when's the last time, even before Tokyo Mirage Session, what, uh, Captain was the last console game that they actually put out on PlayStation and Xbox, I think, for Atlas? 
I would say that the 3DS has, for sure, another year guaranteed. But uh, I think if Nintendo sees the Switch sell really well and the the public responds really well to the uh, the portability of it, mm-hmm. that they might want to kill it off, the kill off the 3DS, and maybe they're better off just supporting the Switch after that. Well, I, I, I think 2018, we'll see a new handheld from Nintendo. Um, I think mm. they still want to make. I still think they still want to do uh, business on the portable systems because I'm like, think about Monster Hunter and stuff. Um, it would be good to bring Monster Hunter to uh, uh, to uh, Switch, but I'm like, it, it's it does gangbusters on their handheld market. Um, a new and, Monster Hunter is uh, going to be announced uh, in March as right. well. Actually, and and think about it, like. For companies that don't have a big budget to even make an indie game, like an HD indie game for Switch, they can still make money off the handheld market. So if that's the cheaper alternative for them to make a good game and stuff like that, they will put it there. Because, like, like, look at Phoenix Wright um, from Capcom. That makes the company money. Uh, and it does well on their, uh, the, it does well on the handhelds, even with them going digital. They would have, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you can finish. Oh, if they would have put Phoenix right on the Wii U, um, you know, something like that, or let's just say even with the Switch coming out, I don't think it would be viable because you need those two screens. You're going to have to, you're going to need the TV screen and you're going to need, um, uh, the uh, the um, the tablet in order to really play that game. Yeah, that's the one thing that the trailer didn't show was anyone playing two screens, which now makes me think like, what are the chances for Mario Maker to come to the Switch or you know Xenoblade Chronicles X? The best thing about the was that the two screens made it easy for you to fast travel on that map on the bottom screen. Games like that, where there's a lot of activity on the bottom screen, what happens to those games? Are they going to get ported, or are there going to be... Like Splatoon 2, if there isn't dual-screen play, that completely uh, negates the... um, What what do they call that, where you touch your... uh, You know, uh, uh, spot on the map, and you can warp there. Uh, The launch. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, what happens to that feature now, if there isn't dual-screen play on, uh, on the Switch? I'm sure they'll figure out a way, because really, if you think about it, too, with that, you know, you were only launching to where one of your other teammates was, mm-hmm. and I could just as easily see them, you know, giving you the option to quickly cycle between teammates as it's counting down to you launching, and then you're off. And then you're off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an easy fix. Okay. Hmm, well... We shall see. Uh, I say 2018 that they're, they're going to bring out a new um, handheld. Um, what about mobile? Now, with you know Super Mario Run coming to iOS, can that now be played on? Uh, or can that now be played on the Switch? Or is it? Will it stay as a Apple exclusive? I think things designed for mobile should stay on mobile because that's. That's where they're where designed the line. to be. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it the um, it's like women back in the kitchen where you fucking belong. <laughs> wow. The switch. To be the fair, switch. any women listening to this show, Tony's the one that laughed at it. I just said it because <laughs> it's funny and slightly true. Um, oh wow! Why don't we're watching? Because there's a clock on the stove. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that trailer, it shows people setting up the Switch so that you can play it for long periods of time. You're not going to... Uh, it doesn't seem like this... I'm not going to want to play Breath of the Wild for five minutes while I'm, you know, on my break at work. Or, I don't take five-minute breaks. I'm, that was dumb. Fifteen minutes. But still, like, um, it would not be... A good place, I don't think, to to put on uh, all the like mobile games onto that thing. Plus, that's going to be a whole lot of shovelware, you know, ruining the whole marketplace, um, mm-hmm. just like it was uh, 
on the Wii when you went to GameStop and you looked at what games were available. I don't need to see uh, shovelware all over the Switch. We just need to see Shovel Knight all over the Switch. There you go. Well, Larry, I'm going to ask you, because you kind of started this question. I'm not going to let you ask me. You can ask me, but you can't ask me. (laughs) I'm going to ask you. I went there, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Tony's already dead. He's just like, I can't believe he did that. (laughs) Uh, What franchise would you like to see on the Switch? And how do you envision it on that on the Switch? There's two franchises I want to see on you the Switch. Pick and I'm one. Right. We, pick we already one. know. We already know. Oh, that's easy. That's Metroid. Done. Bring me AM2R. I want AM2R on the Switch. Okay, Tony. What would you like? Oh man, I do. <laughs> I I. I want to buy the Switch. I don't want to want to buy a PS4, Xbox One. If they throw on some Final Fantasy on there, Final Fantasy VII, the remake, I'm done. I have no interest in a PS4 anymore. So Final, Final Fantasy. So Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Yeah, I want to see that on the Switch. I would love to see... Um, uh, a follow up to Guardian Heroes. I would like to see a treasure game, or or uh, come from uh, to be back on that system. You know what? Let me rephrase. Uh, I'm sorry, not Guardian Heroes. Ikaruga. I would like an Ikaruga too to come on. Fuck yes. For that. Fuck yes. I- Ikaruga is that a is that the shooter where you change from like uh, light and dark? Black yes. Dark, yes. Oh man, I want to play that game again. That better come out on the Switch. And, and just think about it. That download it on your 360. Oh god, <laughs> it's readily available at least. My 360 man, the disc tray doesn't even work. I, I can't use that. Yeah, thing but you don't anymore. need the disc tray. It's downloadable. Right. Yeah, that's true. You have no I should, excuse. I need to Go buy the market. I need to browse the market again. Um, what game do you not want on the system? Uh, Tony, oh, what uh, you? Just Dance, man. Really? <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't need to see. if That's what Ubisoft would put on there. God. That's junk. I don't, it, I don't think it benefits for... Uh, the switch to become the mom mom and daughter console again like the Wii was. What about you, Larry? Um first off, I'm gonna second Tony and reiterate what I said earlier. Just dance can fuck right off. Mm-hmm. Second, um oh god, what do I not want to see come back anymore? That's that's uh, or it don't even have to come I, back, I, just not show up on the system at all. Uh Shit. Um, that's a really good question. I'm trying that's to a, think that's like that's a dark other, question. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, of what was on other consoles that I really don't want to see come around. Um, but honestly, I'm I'm sitting here thinking about some of the other things. Going, look, we finally have a regular run of the mill control setup that's not going to run out third parties for shit like you know Call of Duty. Not that it's a series that I care all that much about, but it may entice them to come this direction a little more. Um, but, oh, oh, shit, I don't know. Um, damn it. I don't know. No the duck yes. hunt. What did you just say, no duck hunt? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. No duck hunt. <laughs> I do not. That's the oh, brand new first-person shooter mode, Duck Hunt. I do not want to see to recreate a- Duck Hunt, except in like Doom, where you're running around in this dark, scary building, and there's just ducks flying everywhere, and you're oh shooting goodness. them. Um, I don't want to see Grand Theft Auto on the system. I keep that garbage off my Nintendo system. I don't want to see six. I don't want to see a port of five on there. 
if you're going to, if Rockstar going to break a game, give me Max Payne 4. But keep that Grand Theft Auto garbage off the Nintendo Switch. Man, now you got my brain thinking. Like, I can't think of a, something that I wouldn't want to see on there. Like, for real, wouldn't want to. That's that's a one hundred percent great question, actually. Shit. I mean, it's not too hard to think. It's, it's just a series that you know um, that it's not it's not going to get treated well uh, on that Nintendo platform. I can think of a million that I want to see on there. I can't think of anything. Yeah. Damn it. Well, what's another game that you would like to see? I know for me, Sleeping Dogs Two. I would love to see a Sleeping Dogs Two on, uh, on a Switch. I want to see if, if not a new Soul Reaver game, I want to see a new Legacy of Kane. Anything? Oh, you! I love you, Tony. You said Soul Reaver. Oh, yes. I, lo- I know somebody that's listening to this that's jizzing his pants right now because you said that. Oh man, I love. And I'm going to hear about it this weekend, too. Uh, so good on the Dreamcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Larry? I would love to see Castle Crashers show up. Oh, yeah. Castle Crashers is great. Do you think for him if uh, we'll bring that over? I don't know. They did Alien Hominid on the GameCube. Yeah, that is true. Do people still talk about Castle Crashers much? Do a lot of people still play it? No, I know, they I know of. Master for uh, Xbox One, so obviously it was worth doing over again. Yeah, it was definitely one of the biggest Xbox Live Arcade games that ever came out. Oh yeah, I remember when it first came out. That game was that game was great. Would that you- game was why I bought an Xbox 360. Which you I do, literally spent $200 on an arcade unit just so I could play that. Would you do Resident Evil 7 at night with the Switch? Oh, of course. I love Resident Evil. Oh, well, I didn't play 6, and 5 had its issues. But I, uh, Revelations, I thought, really brought the series back to where it belonged. And I played the demo for uh, for 7. I thought it was... Uh, it was okay. It just reminded me a little bit too much of um, uh, was it PT? I, I I would actually now that I'm thinking, you mentioned this. Um, God, give me some Dead Space. Can I have? I like have a not played a Dead Space Dead? game. Oh really? Never. Oh my God! Do you? Oh, find a copy of the first one in a dark room and a good sound system. The audio in that game alone is worth playing it. The game is phenomenal for a lot of reasons. And that game won a fuck ton of awards just on pure sound design. Mm -hmm. I I remember playing it for the first time, you know, with a a decent surround sound system. And it was great because you could hear, like, shit scuttering along, like, two decks above you or two decks below you. And just, you know, metal creaking on this ship. And it was so well done done it literally the sound the audio put you in the middle of the game as hokey as that sounds i don't think any game has used audio to truly immerse you better than the first dead space game did uh, i like dead space extraction that was good that wasn't bad i need to go back and play that again actually i need to add that to my shelf yeah, now you guys made me want to play a freaking horror game. Go play Dead Space. If you, you haven't <laughs> played it yet, you need to play Dead Space. What I wanted to play was that, um... What was that, what was that game that came out on Wii U where you take the pictures? Um, of the ghosts? Frame. Oh, Fatal, Fatal Frame? Fatal Frame. I want to play that on my Wii U, but... Sadly, I ran out of hard drive space, and I haven't bought a bought an external because I've been waiting to see what the NX or <coughs> Switch was. So because someone forgot to just take off um, Xenoblade Chronicles X, but you're not trying to erase all that. Uh... 
Oh, oh, no way, man. Are you kidding me? I still play that game. It's so good. <laughs> Dude, I, my, I'm, I believe I'm over 500 hours into that game. See, you want a sequel to Xenoblade Chronicles X on, on. You know, I want a port of Xenoblade Chronicles X on the Switch. I need a second save file. Uh, to take <laughs> that game on the go, uh. Um, That'd probably be bad for me because I'd probably try playing while driving. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I think that's going to make for a lot of people a lot of car uh, car rides so good that. Um, oh yeah, long trips. Pff, it's going to be amazing. And if I, I feel like if they like, because I wonder if they're going to have also uh, when you when you need to charge the system. If you could use like a USB port uh, to plug in and it helps charge the system while you're on the go. I would assume that it'd be just like the Wii U where it unplugs from the uh, charging dock and it can be just a separate cable. Mm. More than likely. So, Eddie, I'm hijacking the hosting duties for the rest of the show because we've got a couple <laughs> bullet points that I, I think we really need to touch on here. And I didn't have any intention of going super long. Because my mother-in-law is upstairs, and I've got shit to do. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, first and foremost, um, at this point, speculation, price point. Uh, my money says two fifty to three hundred. What about you, Eddie? Go. Three forty-nine ninety-nine. Really cracking, cracking the three hundred mark. Yep. Tony, I want it to be four hundred. Because that means that it's going to have a good battery life, I think. All right, fair, fair enough. Uh, next, next point of speculation here. Um, now that we know what the fuck it is, <laughs> what do we think comes next, and when? What do they talk about next, and how long till they talk about it? Because we're obviously on a very truncated time frame here. We've got from now till March. We're talking like five months, maybe six. Um, lunch lineup um, and indie games. Um, also, will the price of these games still be $60 or would they go back to being $50 since it's on cartridge? Uh, I think that the games would either stay the same or go up because I think cartridges, they're not going to be more expensive than a disc. I think they're going to be cheaper than a disc. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Because three DS games are forty. More expensive. Right? It's proprietary. It costs more to manufacture. I'm thinking more expensive, if anything. So either we're still paying sixty bucks a pop, or it starts going up. And I don't know that they're gonna dare to go up. But would you? But I, would you still pay the sixty dollars if you don't have to install it? Yeah. Absolutely. If I I'm still getting games that are at least the quality of what I can get on my Wii U, my Xbox One, or any of that, you know, I will still pay 60 bucks Because, to me, uh, like I said, when it comes to reviews, how much am I willing to pay for this? How good is it, and how much of my money is it worth? Right, and if the cars are like 3DS cars, because I kind of think of like 3DS game cars almost like somewhat like SD cars in a way. Mm-hmm. You know that, that that's how, how I kind of view it. Um, so if it's just like that, and that's why I say uh, if they're cheaper to produce than uh, uh, seed than disc, uh, and plus they're still going to be digital, so um, we still got to see how that works out too. Mm. Like if you could if you could put a one terabyte SD card into your system and uh you know pre buy like pre download the game and stuff um and then when the game actually release is our it finishes the download and everything is already on your SD card so all you got to do just take it out on the go and just be able to play it you know without having to keep switching the game out you know that might be good we'll see Tony what about you what do you think what uh what what comes next and when do they talk about it? Oh, for sure the launch the launch lineup, but 
I think it'll be a little bit, a little while before they actually do a direct or anything like that. I think it's next Maybe. month. I'm going. I'll say in November for. Uh, I'd say I'd November. say we're lucky if it's before Christmas. I, I'm sitting here. I'm thinking they've probably got enough that needs to be talked about that we see at least one tidbit of information a month, be it. Um, Maybe next month we get, here's the interface, this is how it works. Um, after that, uh, maybe we get, you know, here's how your Nintendo Network account information transfers. Um, after that, we see uh, maybe, maybe price at that point, because I don't think you can get too close to it without talking about price without having a problem, and then after that, we start seeing launch lineup to justify that price, and then we get a little more information on some digital content uh, and some plans going forward after launch. Mm. That's five things, one a month. I think we see something every month uh, from here to then. When do you guys think we'll be able to pre-order it and just pay for the whole damn thing. February. February? Yeah. Oh, wow. We have to wait that long, you think? Mm-hmm. Damn. Only okay. a one-month lead-in? Yep. Hmm. How bad do you think the supply and demand problem is going to be? High. <laughs> it's going to be high Yeah, supply. I think uh, it'll be high as soon as... They're not, the... they're not putting this out in the middle of Christmas when, you know, most people normally do. So it's not the hot new Christmas thing. You know, I, I wonder if that's going to help taper that back so that they don't have so much of a supply and demand problem. You know, the early adopters are going to get in and get what they want, and then some friends are going to start seeing it, you know, and little by little it will build, and I think maybe in theory it will do so at a scale where they hope to be able to keep supply up with demand. Well, they, they will have to battle against the Xbox One S and their sales, and they're going to have to battle against PSVR. And the uh, PS Pro. I don't think those two things even equate into it at this point. Because of, because of the sales that's going on for it. So if they don't have enough games ready to go for the uh, for the Switch for uh, December, um, those other two uh, those other two systems will have uh, the games that people want. Because like around this time, Forza is a big big game seller. NHL is a big game game seller. Uh, Gears of War Four that just came out is a big game se- uh, seller. So like XF, you know, with Xbox One you got 4K Blu-ray and uh, 4K streaming. So that and it's it's a little bit cheaper because we now know the price for it. Um, we don't know anything that more that more than the uh, for the Switch. Uh, PS4, maybe the Pro and the PSVR, since it's doing well. Um, there's a lot of game, a lot of backlog games people could start getting, like, like Bloodborne. Um, Last Guardian might do something. The DLC for, uh, Destiny and for, uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, uh, no, not Black Ops, uh, the new one that's coming out, uh, that might oh, or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, that might you know Call of Duty Space Battles. Right, that might attract players. Also, you also they, the uh, Switch would have to go against like Titanfall Two and Battlefield One, um, like so. And, and during the holidays, nit, uh, not Nintendo, but Microsoft and Sony. Well, somewhat bit Sony, but Microsoft do a lot of sales. Nintendo do a lot of sales on their on the three DS. Um, you know, definitely with different systems and stuff. And then you got to think about Black Friday even before uh, the actual rush. Also, um, Hanukkah is on Christmas Eve this year. So a lot of people who are Jewish do a lot Doesn't of shopping. Jewish people don't play video games. Oh, they do. Yeah. They're the ones that buy a lot of games. And because Hanukkah... You know what Jewish people play for video games? They play Quicken Books. What the word is Quicken Books? <laughs> An Excel spreadsheet. Wow. Those are Jewish video games. <laughs> well, a lot of people have to realize that, you know, 
um, since Christmas Day is on a Sunday this year, a lot of people who are still buying Hanukkah gifts can't buy them on that Sunday because the stores are closed. Uh, so a lot of a lot of them will have to pick their Hanukkah gifts like in November, December. And if if the other two companies offer good sales on it over at Nintendo, those things would get overlooked over the uh, over the Switch. Okay. Um, did either of you guys either text the trailer out today or post it on Facebook or yes, somewhere? Yes, I did. And did you get positive Thanks responses? For checking our Facebook page, Tony. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Totally no, called your ass out on the show. <laughs> that's <laughs> no, that's video game related though. I'm talking about for people to see it that don't play video games. Did you get? Did you do that and get positive responses? Because I did. Yes. And like I showed it to a friend who's a PC gamer. He does not know anything about Nintendo except that they have Smash. And I showed him the trailer today, and he loved it and is excited for the Switch. Well, also, you got to think about... I'm sorry, Tony. You also got to think about the NES Mini that's coming out, too, next month. Yeah, wait, what about it? Right. Um, that would destroy... I mean, well, not destroy the Switch's chance of selling a lot, but a lot of people are waiting for the NES Mini to buy. Yeah, but that comes out next month. Right, but if the if the switch came out in December, wait in December. Right, if the switch came out in December, wait, you're asking if the NES Mini would affect sales on the Switch? Yeah, no, not at all. The NES Mini is sixty bucks. Yeah. No, I I don't see any correlation between the two as far as affecting sales. Even if Switch were to come out in December, not going to happen. But it's not coming out in December, so it's a moot point. Well, you asked the question. (laughs) I don't think uh, Christmas sales for what's out right now is going to affect the Switch at all. Nah, because by any game that you get for Christmas, are you not going to have it done by the by the time the Switch comes out in March? Well, when you got Persona Five, well, never mind, because Persona Five comes out next year. Yep. So, I think we've covered most of the uh, most of the the topics at hand here. The only thing left I have to comment on at this point is congratulations, Nintendo named their new console after a BDSM term. <laughs> Um, yeah, did you no guys... idea how much fun I'm going to have with that in my life. You have no clue. Yeah, you are. Eddie has some clue. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about the um, the side controllers being used as individual controllers? That's, that's fucking cool. brilliant. Is that it totally is? reminds me of like the uh, the Wiimote controllers with uh, the flip sideways nest mode, which yeah. I love. I thought it was genius the way that they did that you are perpetually ready for multiplayer anything right and that's fucking brilliant that's the other yeah. thing about me too is uh I, i'm kind of curious to see how long until we start getting like special edition of the uh the side controllers you know here's a here's a famicom color you know scheme theme or here's a super nintendo color scheme theme or you know here's a, a special zelda bundle with you know Zelda gold theme. side side handle right gold side pieces or dare a boy to dream here's a, a Metroid one where you know the right hand one is the 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 green of the arm cannon with you know some detail on it and the other one is the orange of the the hand with the the lit on the back of it and oh god this makes me happy and it's never gonna happen so I gotta stop now it's a little bit like a sad masturbation <laughs> wait what. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime uh, you surprise it, Edward, it's on an unhappy ending. God damn it! <laughs> well, everybody, that is the show. Um, Tony, do you have anything to plug? Amazing. That's how we end is with sad masturbation and unhappy ending. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, anything to plug? Uh, nah, not really. Just uh, go buy a Switch. When it comes out next year. When it comes out, yep. <laughs> right. I'll, be, I'll be there. Everybody's just like, do I go get a belt or do I go get a branch outside from a tree since it's fall? Dude, it's perfectly named for me because that's what my last name means in Greek. Really? Yeah. Is it a cockatoo switch? It's a tree. It's a tree branch that you uh, like hit your kid with when they're being bad. That's what my last name means. I'd like to go pre-order the uh, the Nintendo Zillacacus. Yep. <laughs> Where it is look the X and the NX does could stand for that. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, you have anything to plug? Uh, give our Facebook page some love. Um, I'm also working on some other things uh, that we will be a little more available to a wider audience. Hopefully in the next week or two, I'll have that project done and uh, on its feet by then. Uh, It would have happened this week, but shit happened and I was fucking busy. And I'll tell you more about that when you get here tomorrow. Um, Other than that, no, uh, go, go love our Facebook page or follow it or Twitter it or whatever the fuck Facebook does. Um... You know, uh, I, I try and, you know, like I said, I try and post some stuff of interest here and there throughout the week for uh, anybody on the Facebook page whenever I happen to see, oh, here's uh, here's somebody giving away some free games. Go download that shit, you know, because I love you. Um, so, yeah, that's about it. And you can follow us on iTunes, Google Play, Archive.org, SoundCloud. Just look up the uh, World 1-1 podcast. Or if not, just look up Optional Opinion and subscribe on SoundCloud. You'll get both podcasts. Um, you can email the I show. people are trying to fix that. Yes. Uh, you can email email the show at world11podcast at gmail.com. That's W-O-R-L-D-1-1 podcast at gmail.com. Um, Does anybody check that email, by the way? I need to check it. Uh, it's been a while. Oh, my God. You probably have listener mail. I know. I know. <laughs> I've been so, I so busy. I not set up this mailbox, so I have no access to it. It just occurred to me. I wonder if anybody actually checks that mailbox. <laughs> I've, been, oh I, I've been getting into I've been writing, podcasting other shows. I, I, my mind has been everywhere doing other stuff. So I apologize, listeners. Um, I will check Here. it and uh, let you guys know. Go oh, ahead, Tony. What were you going to say? I was going to say, you guys should... Here, I'll be... I don't mind being the correspondent uh, to the email, and I can let you guys know if there's one that you guys might want to discuss on the show. Okay. Or if there's any at all. Our West Coast Yeah, I can let you know when there's no mail. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Uh, Adrian, uh, our great friend, our Caramel Kinesikin, our King Canada, Adrian Nieto, he wasn't able to make it. Um, but we're sending out love, and I can't wait to hear what his thoughts are. He's probably groaning the right now. The minister of Maple. <laughs> he's probably groaning. <laughs> right, he's probably groaning at the uh, the fetish night, the sad ending. Uh, Mister Pure Canada himself. <laughs> Secretly, he hears us talk about fetish night, and he just pours maple syrup all over his body and rubs his nipples. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, everybody... I hope we- to you next time I talk to Adrian, the first words out of his mouth are, fuck you. <laughs> everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. We're gone now, because I can't. <laughs> and with that, we are out. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye.